Chapter 21 Neural Control and Coordination As you know the functions of the organs organ system in our body must be coordinated to maintain homeostasis Coordination is the process through which two or more organs interact and complement the functions of one another For example when we do physical exercises the energy demand is increased for maintaining an increased muscular activity the supply of oxygen is also increased the increased supply of oxygen necessitates an increase in the rate of respiration heartbeat and increased blood flow via the blood vessels when physical exercise is stopped the activities of nerves lungs hearts and kidneys gradually return to their normal conditions thus the functions of muscles lungs heart blood vessels kidney and other organs are coordinated while performing physical exercises in our body the neural system and the endocrine system jointly coordinate and integrate all the activities of the organs so that they function in a synchronized fashion the neural system provides an organized network of point to point connections for a quick coordination the endocrine system provides chemical integration through hormones in this chapter you will learn about the neural system of human mechanisms of neural coordination like transmission of nerve impulse impulse conduction across a synapse and the physiology of reflex action neural system the neural system of all animals is composed of highly specialized cells called neurons which can detect receive and transmit different kinds of stimuli the neural organization is very simple in lower invertebrates for example in hydra it is composed of network of neurons The neural system is better organized in insects where a brain is present along with a number of ganglia and neural tissues. The vertebrates have a more developed and complex neural system. Human neural system. The human neural system is divided into two parts, the central neural system that is CNS and the peripheral neural system that is the PNS. The CNS includes the brain and spinal cord. and it is the site of information processing and control and it is the site of information processing and control the pns that is the peripheral neural system comprises of all the nerves of the body associated with the cns the nerve fibers and the pns are of two types afferent fibers and efferent fibers the afferent nerve fibers transmit impulses from tissues organs to the central neural system and the efferent fibers transmit regulatory impulses from the cns to the concerned peripheral tissues or organs the pns is divided into two divisions called somatic neural system and autonomic neural system the somatic neural system relays on the impulses from cns to skeletal muscles while the autonomic neural system transmits impulses from the cns to the involuntary organs and smooth muscles of the body the autonomic neural system is further classified into sympathetic and parasympathetic neural system now visceral nervous system it is a part of the peripheral nervous system that comprises the whole complex of nerves fibers ganglia and plexuses by which impulses travel from the central nerve central nervous system to the visceral and from the viscera 
to the central nervous system. Neuron as structural and functional unit of neural system. A neuron is a microscopic structure composed of three major parts, namely cell body, dendrites and axon. The cell body contains cytoplasm with typical cell organelles and certain granular bodies called Nissel's granules. Short fibers which branch repeatedly and project out of the cell body also contain Nissel's granules and are called dendrites. The short fibers which branch repeatedly and project out of the cell body also contain Nissel's granules and are called dendrites. The fibers transmit impulses towards the cell body. The axon is a long fiber the distal end of which it is branched. Each branch terminal as a each branch terminates as a bulb structure called synaptic knob which possesses synaptic vessels containing chemicals called neurotransmitters. The axons transmit nerve impulses away from the cell body to a synapse or to a neuromuscular junction. Based on the number of axon and dendrites, the neurons are divided into three types that is multipolar with one axon and two or more dendrites found in the cerebral cortex. Bipolar with one axon and one dendrite found in the human eye retina. And unipolar cell body with one axon only found usually in embryonic stage. There are two types of axons, namely myelinated and non-myelinated. The myelinated nerve fibers are enveloped with Schwann cells, which form a myelin sheath around the axon. The gaps between two adjacent myelin sheaths are called nodes of Renvier. Myelinated nerve fibers are found in spinal and cranial nerves. Unmyelinated or non-myelinated nerve fibers are enclosed by a Schwann cells that does not form a myelin sheath around the axon and it is commonly found in autonomous and the somatic neural systems. Generation and conduction of nerve impulse Neurons are excitable cells because their membranes are in a polarized state. Do you know why the membrane of neuron is polarized? Different types of ion channels are present on the neural membrane. These ion channels are selectively permeable to different ions. When a neuron is not conducting any impulse, that is, it is resting, the axonal membrane is comparatively more permeable to potassium ions, that is K+, and nearly impermeable to sodium ions, that is Na+. Similarly, the membrane is impermeable to negatively charged protein, proteins present in the axoplasm. Consequently, the axoplasm inside the axon contains high concentration of K+, and negatively charged proteins, and low concentration of Na+. In contrast, the fluid outside the axon contains a low concentration of potassium ions, and a high concentration of sodium ions and thus 
form a concentration gradient. These ionic gradients across the resting membrane are maintained by the active transport of ions by the sodium-potassium pump which transport 3Na outwards and for 2K inwards. These ionic gradient across the resting membrane are maintained by the active transport of ions by sodium-potassium pump which transport 3-sodium outwards for 2-potassium inwards for 3Na plus outwards for 2K plus into the cell. As a result, the outer surface of the axonal membrane possesses a positive charge while its inner surface becomes negatively charged and therefore is polarized. The electrical potential difference across the resting plasma membrane is called the resting potential. You might be curious to know about the mechanism of generation of nerve impulse and its conduction along an axon. When a stimulus is applied at a site that is point A on polarized membrane, the membrane at the site A becomes freely permeable to Na+, that is sodium. This leads to a rapid influx of Na plus followed by the reversal of the polarity at that site. That is the outer surface of the membrane becomes negatively charged and the inner side of the membrane becomes positively charged. The polarity of the membrane at the site A is thus reversed and hence depolarized. The electrical potential difference across the plasma membrane at the site A is called the action potential with which is it in fact termed as the nerve impulse at the site immediately ahead the axon that is site B membrane has a positive charge on the outer surface and the negative charge on the inner surface as a result a current flows on the inner surface from site A to site B on the outer surface on the outer surface, current flows from the site B to site A to complete the circuit of current flow. Hence, the polarity at the site is reversed and an action potential is generated at site B. Thus, the impulse generated at the site A arrives at site B. The sequence is repeated along the length of the axon and consequently the impulse is conducted along the length of the axon and the rise in the stimulus induced permeability to sodium ion is extremely short-lived. The impulse generated at site A arrives at site B. The sequence is repeated along the length of the axon and consequently the impulse is conducted. The rise in the stimulus induced permeability to sodium is extremely short-lived. It is quickly followed by a rise in permeability to potassium ion. Within a fraction of a second, the potassium diffuses outside the membrane and restores the resting potential of the membrane at the site of excitation and the fiber becomes once more responsive to further stimulation. Transmission of Impulses A nerve impulse is transmitted from one neuron to another through junction called synapses. A synapse is 
formed by the membranes of a presynaptic neuron and a postsynaptic neuron which may or may not be separated by a gap called synaptic cleft there are two types of synapses namely electrical synapse and chemical synapse at electrical synapse the membranes of pre and postsynaptic neurons are in very close proximity at electrical synapses the membranes of pre and postsynaptic neurons are in a very close proximity electrical current can flow directly from one neuron into the other across the synapses transmission of an impulse across electrical synapses is very similar to impulse conduction along a single axon impulse transmission across an electrical synapse is always faster than the than across of a chemical synapse electrical synapses are rare in our system at a chemical synapse the membranes of the pre and the postsynaptic synaptic neurons are separated by a fluid filled space called as synaptic cleft do you know how the presynaptic neurons transmit an impulse across the synaptic cleft to the post synaptic neuron chemicals called neurotransmitters are involved in the transmission of impulses at these synapses the neuron terminals the axon terminals contains vesicles filled with these neurotransmitters when an impulse that is an action potential arrives at the axon terminal it stimulates the movement of the synaptic vesicle towards the membrane where they fuse with the plasma membrane and release their neurotransmitters in the synaptic cleft the released neurotransmitters bind to the specific receptors present on the post synaptic membrane this binding opens ion channels allowing the entry of ions which can generate new potential in the post synaptic neuron the new potential developed may either be excitatory or inhibitory the new potential developed may be either excitatory or inhibitory now the central neural system the brain is the central information processing organ of our body and acts as a command and control system it controls the voluntary movements balance of the body functioning of the vital involuntary organs example lungs hearts kidneys etc thermoregulation hunger and thirst hunger and thirst cardiac that is 24 hour rhythm of our body activities of several endocrine glands and human behavior it is also the site of processing of vision hearing speech memory intelligence emotions and thoughts the human brain is well protected by the skull inside the skull the brain is covered by cranial meninges consisting of an outer layer called dura mater a very thin middle layer called arachnoid mater and an inner layer which is in contact with the brain tissue called the pia mater the human brain is well protected by the skull 
Inside the skull, the brain is covered by cranial meninges consisting of an outer layer called dura mater, the middle layer called arachnoid mater and the inner layer called pia mater. The brain can be divided into three major parts. One forebrain, two midbrain and three hindbrain. Now forebrain that is also called as the prosencephalon. The forebrain consists of cerebrum, thalamus and hypothalamus. Cerebrum performs the major part of the human brain. A deep cleft divides cerebrum longitudinally into two halves which are termed as the left and the right cerebral hemispheres. The hemispheres are connected by a tract of nerve fibers called corpus callosum. The hemispheres are connected by a tract of nerve fibers called as the corpus callosum. The layer of the cell which covers the cerebral hemisphere is called the cerebral cortex and is thrown into prominent folds. The cerebral cortex is referred to as the grey matter due to its greyish appearance. The neuron cell bodies are concentrated here giving the colour. The cerebral cortex contains motor areas, sensory areas and large regions that are neither clearly sensory nor motor in function. These regions are called as the association areas and are responsible for complex functions like intersensory associations, memory and communications. Fibers and the tracts are, are covered with the myelin sheath which constitute the inner part of the cerebral hemisphere. They give an opaque white appearance to the layer and hence is called as the white matter. The cerebrum wraps around a structure called thalamus which is a major coordinating center for sensory and motor signaling. Another very important part of the brain called hypothalamus lies at the base of the thalamus. The hypothalamus contains a number of centers which control body temperature, urge for eating and drinking. It, is also con it also contains several hypothalamic hormones. The inner part of the cerebral hemisphere and a group of associated deep structures called amygdala, hippocampus etc. form a complex structure called the limbic lobe or limbic system. Along with the hypothalamus, it is involved in the regulation of sexual behavior expression of emotional reactions, for example excitement, pleasure, rage and fear and motivation. Midbrain The midbrain is located between the thalamus, oblique hypothalamus of the forebrain and pons of the hindbrain. A canal called the cerebral aqueduct passes through the midbrain. The dorsal portion of the midbrain consists mainly of four round swelling or lobes called corpora quadrigemina the four uh, mainly of four round swellings called corpora quadrigemina hindbrain the hindbrain comp comprises pons cerebellum and medusa
also called the medulla of medulla also called the medulla oblongata pons consists of fiber tracts that interconnect different regions of the brain cerebellum has very convoluted surface in order to provide the additional space for many more neurons the medulla of the brain is connected to the spinal cord the medulla contains centers which control respiration cardiovascular reflexes and gastric secretions three major regions make up the brain stem midbrain pons and medulla oblongata reflex action and reflex arc you must have experienced the sudden withdrawal of a body part which comes in contact with objects that are extremely hot cold pointed or animals that are scary or poisonous the entire process of a response to a peripheral nervous stimulation that occurs involuntarily that is without conscious efforts or thoughts and requires the involvement of a part of the central nervous system is called a reflex action the reflex pathway comprises at least one afferent neuron that is receptor and one efferent neuron that is effector or exciter neuron approximately arranged in a series the afferent the afferent neuron receives signal from the sensory organs and transmit the impulse via a dorsal nerve root into the cns at level of spinal cord the efferent neuron then carries the signal from cns to the effect to the effector the stimulus and response thus forms a reflex arc as shown below in the knee jerk reflex sensory reception and processing have you ever thought how do you feel the climate changes in the environment how do you see an object and its color how do you hear a sound the sensory organs detect all type of changes in the environment <clears throat> and send appropriate signals to the central nervous system where all the inputs are processed and analyzed signals are then sent to different parts parts or centers of the brain this is how you can see you can sense changes in the environment sense organs we smell things by our nose taste by tongue hear by ears and see objects by eyes The nose contains mucus coated receptors which are specialized for receiving the sense of smell and called olfactory receptors. These are made up of olfactory epithelium that consists of three kinds of cells. The neurons of the olfactory epithelium extend from the outside environment directly into a pair of broad bean sized organs called olfactory bulb. which are extensions of the brain's limbic system both nose and tongue detect dissolved chemicals the chemical sense senses of gustation that is taste and olfactory that is smell are functionally similar and interrelated the tongue detects taste through taste buds containing gustatory receptors with each taste of food or sip of drink the brain integrates differential input from the taste buds and a complex flavor is perceived 
in the following sections you will be introduced to the structure and functioning of the eye sensory organ of vision and ear sensory organ of hearing eye our paired eyes are located in the socket of the skull called orbits a brief account of structure and functioning of the human eye is given in the following section parts of eye the adult human eyeball is nearly a spherical structure the wall of the eyeball is composed of three layers the external layer is composed of dense connective tissue and is called the sclera the anterior portion of this layer is called the cornea the middle layer choroid contains many blood vessels and looks bluish in color the choroid layer is thin over the posterior two thirds of the eyeball but it becomes thick in the anterior part to form the ciliary body the ciliary body itself continues forward to form a pigmented and opaque structure called the iris which is visible colored portion of the eye the eyeball contains a transparent crystalline lens which is held in place by ligaments attached to the ciliary body in front of the lens the aperture surrounded by the surrounded by the iris is called the pupil the diameter of the pupil is regulated by the muscles by the muscle fibers of iris the inner layer is the retina and it contains three layers of neural cells from inside to outside ganglion cells bipolar cells photoreceptor cells there are two types of photoreceptor cells namely rods and cones these cells contain light sensitive proteins called photopigments the daylight that is phototopic photopic vision and color vision are functions of cones and the twilight that is scotopic scoptic vision is function of the rods the rods contains a purplish red protein called the rhodopsin or visual purple which contains a derivative of vitamin a in the human eye in uh, vitamin a in the human eye there are three types of cones which possess their own characteristic photopigments they respond to red green and blue lights the sensation of different colors are produced by various combinations of these cones and their photopigments when these cones are stimulated equally a sensation of white light is produced the optic nerves leave the eye and the retinal blood vessels enter it at a point medial to and slightly above to the posterior pole of the eyeball photoreceptor cells are not present in that region and hence it is called the blind spot at the posterior pole of the lateral eye to the blind spot the there is a yellowish pigment spot called macula lutea with a central pit called the fova fova the at the posterior pole of the eye lateral to the blind spot there is a yellowish pigmented spot called macula lutea 
with a central pit called fovea. The fovea is a thinned out portion of the retina where only the cones are densely packed. It is a point where the visual activity, the visual acuity, that is resolution, is the greatest. The space between the cornea and the lens is called the aqueous chamber and contains a thin watery fluid called aqueous humor. The space between the lens and retina is called the vitreous chamber and is filled with a transparent gel called vitreous humor. Now, mechanisms of vision. The light rays in visible wavelength focused on the retina through the cornea and lens generate potentials, that is impulses, in the rods and cones. As mentioned earlier, the photosensitive compounds, that is photopigments, in the human eye is composed of opsin, a protein, and retinal, an aldehyde of vitamin A. Light induces dissociation of the retinal from opsin, resulting in changes in the structure of the opsin. This causes membrane permeability changes. As a result, potential differences are generated in the photoreceptor cells. This produces a signal that generates action potential in the ganglion cells through the bipolar cells. These action potentials or impulses are transmitted by the optic nerves to the visual cortex area of the brain, where the neural impulses are analyzed and the image formed on the retina is recognized based on earlier memory and experience. The ear. The ear performs two sensory functions, hearing and maintenance of body balance. Anatomically, the ear can be divided into three major sections called the outer ear, the middle ear and the inner ear. Outer ear consists of pinna and external auditory meltus, that is the canal. The pinna con collects the vibrations in the air which produce sound. The external auditory meltus leads inwards and extends up to the tympanic membrane, the eardrum. There are very fine hairs and wax secreting glands in the skin of the pinna and the mitus. The tympanic membrane is composed of connective tissues covered with skin outside and with mucous membrane inside. The middle ear contains three ossicles called mellicus, incus and stapes, which are attached to one another in a chain-like fashion. The mellicus is attached to the tympanic membrane and the stapes is attached to the oval window of the cochlea. The ear ossicle increases the efficiency of transmission of sound waves in the inner ear. An eustachian tube connects the middle ear cavity with the pharynx. The eustachian tube helps in equalizing the pressures on the either side of the eardrum. The fluid-filled inner ear called labyrinth consists of two parts. The bony and the membranous labyrinths. The bony labyrinth is a series of channels. Inside these channels lies the membranous labyrinth which is surrounded by a fluid called perilymph. 
the membranous labyrinth is surrounded by a fluid called perilim the membranous labyrinth is filled with the fluid called endolymph the coiled portion of the labyrinth is called cochlea the membranes constituting the cochlea the renus and basilar divide the surrounding perilymph filled bony labyrinth into an upper scala vestibuli and a lower scala tympani the space within cochlea called scala media is filled with endolymph at the base of the cochlea the scala vestibuli ends at the oval window while the scala tympani terminates at a round window which opens into the middle ear the organ of corti is a structure located on the basilar membrane which contains hair cells that act as auditory receptors in hair cells which uh, sorry in hair cells are present in two rows on the internal side of the organ of corti the basal end of the hair cell is in close contact with the afferent nerve fibers a large number of processes called stereocilia are projected from the apical part of each hair cell above the rows of the hair cells is a thin elastic membrane called tectorial membrane tectorial membrane the inner ear also contains a complex system called vestibular apparatus located above the cochlea the vestibular apparatus is composed of three semicircular canals and the otolith macula is the sensory part of the saculae and utricle each semicircular canal lies in a different plane at right angles to each other the membranous canals are suspended in the perilymph of the bony cavities in the of the bony canals the base of the canal is pollen and is called ampulla which contains a projecting ridge called crista ampullaris which has hair cells the saccule and the utricle contain a projecting ridge called macula the crista and macula are the specified receptors of the vestibular apparatus responsible for maintenance of body balance and posture a mechanism of hearing how does ear convert sound wave into neural impulses which are sensed and processed by the brain enabling us to recognize a sound the external ear receives sound waves and directs them to the eardrum the eardrum vibrates in response to the sound waves and these vibrations are transmitted through the ear ossicles that is malleus incus and stapes to the oval window the vibrations are passed through the oval window on the fluid filled cochlea where they generate waves in the limbs limbs the waves in the limbs include a ripple in the basilar membrane these movements of the basilar membrane bend the hair cells pressing them against the tectorial membrane as a result nerve impulses are generated in the associated afferent neurons these impulses are transmitted by the afferent fibers via auditory nerves to the auditory cortex of the brain where the impulses are analyzed and sound is recognized
summary the neural system coordinates and integrates functions as well as metabolic and homeostatic activities of all organisms of all organs neurons neurons the function unit of neural system are excitable cells due to differential concentration gradient of ions across the membrane the electrical potential difference across the resting neural membrane is called the resting potential the nerve impulse is conducted along the axon membrane in the form of a wave of depolarization and repolarization a synapse is formed by the membranes of a presynaptic neuron and a postsynaptic neuron which may or may not be separated by the gap called synaptic cleft chemicals involved in the transmission of impulses at chemical synapse are called neurotransmitters human neural system consists of two parts central neural system that is cns and peripheral neural system the cns consists of brain and spinal cord the brain can be divided into three major parts forebrain midbrain and hindbrain the forebrain consists of cerebrum thalamus and hypothalamus the cerebrum is longitudinally divided into two halves that are connected by the corpus callosum callosum a very important part of the forebrain called hypothalamus controls the body temperature eating and drinking inner parts of cerebral hemisphere and a group of associated deep structure form a complex structure called limbic system which is concerned with olfactory autonomic responses regulation of sexual behavior expression of emotional reaction and motivation the midbrain receives and integrates visual tactile and auditory inputs the hindbrain comprises pons cerebellum and medulla the cerebellum integrates information received from the semilunar canals of the ear and the auditory system the medulla contains center which controls respiration cardiovascular reflexes and gastric secretion pons consists of fiber tracts that interconnect different regions of the brain the entire process of involuntary response response to the peripheral nervous system stimulation is called reflex action information regarding changes in the environment is received by the cns through the sensory organs which are processed and analyzed signals are then sent for necessary adjustments the wall of the human eyeball is composed of three layers the external layer is composed of cornea and sclera inside inside sclera is the middle layer which is called the choroid retina the innermost layer contains two types of photoreceptor cells namely rods and cones the daylight that is photopic vision and color vision are functions of cones and twilight that is cotopic vision is the function of the rods the light enters the light enters through the cornea the lens and the image of object are formed on the retina the ear can be divided into outer ear the middle ear and the inner ear the middle ear contains three ossicles called malleus incus and stapes the fluid filled inner ear is called the labyrinth and the coiled portion of the labyrinth is called cochlea the organ of corti is a structure which contains hair cells that act 
as auditory receptors and is located on the basilar membrane. The vibrations produced in the eardrums are transmitted through the ear ossicles and oval window to the fluid-filled inner ear. Nerve impulses are generated and transmitted by the afferent fibers to the auditory cortex of the brain. The inner ear also contains a complex system located above the cochlea called vestibular apparatus. It is influenced by gravity and movements and helps us in, in, maintaining, in maintaining balance of the body and posture.